five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA and the NMOA. N M N N M O A. Where I post sometimes, but it's a very active group. The North, the the, the National Mail Order Association. It's actually fairly active. Uh, we should invite everybody there to uh, our meetups because we have a lot of fun on those. But we haven't. So anyway. Um, let's start out with some fun. I got a lot to cover today. Just a lot of fun cover stuff to cover. Let's, so let's get over here. Uh, you've always, you've, you've all seen the coaches covering their, their, their faces, uh, when they go talk to the pitcher on the mound or they talk to their players, uh, or they're whoever, what, for whatever reason, they don't want their lips red. Um, you wonder what they're saying. So Burger King is letting us in on at least the soccer industry. Unfortunately, this is in French, so I'm going to try and read it. I've got the sound turned down. We'll see how that works. Simon scores an equalizer. Yeah, it seems like they're discussing tactics. Maybe a substitution. Well, I'm going to change something. We need to decide really quickly. Get me some onion rings with my Whopper. All right, is that all? Maybe two substitutions. Two Sundays with caramel. Don't worry, the club is paying. <laughs> Uh, so now you know, you know, now you know what they're saying on the sidelines. They're talking about Burger King. So let's get over to see Amy Houston, uh, which means a quick shift in the in the screen. You know, I watch people do live streams and it's not too many people give you the visuals and the sound and the live video and the and the recorded video all in one show. And there we go. Okay, Burger King reveals what football players really say when they cover their mouths. And there wasn't much to this. Come on, Amy, you can do a little more backstory. We always like to know who the director was and who was the person at Burger King that concocted this uh, silliness. Uh, Naturally, the fast food giant is claiming that all players or the players and coaches aren't talking tactics, but instead planning what they're going to have to eat. And there's a whole series of four of these that are that are breaking now on French football TV. Okay. Uh, so let's get over to, oops, I got a couple of, I, <laughs> I still got yesterday's up here. You can't see this, but I can see it. Okay. Great news. The Hollywood writers and producers reach a tentative deal. I care because they're writers and I care about writers and I care about copywriters, but I don't care. But I thought I'd tell you. Anyway. Okay. This is a really, really interesting story. Uh, I don't think I've ever talked about direct mail from the printer's perspective. And we have a lot of good printers that we work with at WDMA. Most of our our members are printers or agencies. I do have a a monthly (laughs) roundtable that we're going to have another secret meeting next week. But no vendors are involved. <laughs> it's sort of funny. And those people haven't joined. I don't know why. I, I'm going to have to beat them up a little more. I'm the biggest mailers in the country, and they, and they don't want to join the association. They're afraid of the vendors. Anyway, the life of a direct mail printer. There's something magical about receiving a physical piece of mail that can't be duplicated in a digital message. I think that's a lot of truth to that. And I want to, before I go any further... I want to go over here to the webcam and show you what came in the mail yesterday. 
I can't believe this. This is so amazing. I haven't even really sorted it out yet. We may never get to the rest of the show, i got to say. I can't put it back together. It has these tabs, and it had some tape on it there. I think I got it to work. Um, but anyway, this is what it is. Micro Puzzles, and it's from Mike out in L.A., Anaheim. Mike, let's get his name. I'm glad he put a card in there. Mike Sturba, and he had this on the... On the address, on the on the address side over here, he's got a little smiley face, right? And he says it's a lot of fun. And then we open the box, and there's printing on the interior. How does he do this? There's a a card which I opened first, and it says, I think it says thank you from me, Brian, and shipping, and the whole gang at Micro Puzzles. Okay, so that's supposed to be from Brian, but on the end, inside it says Mike, okay? Although my my wife misread it. It's, Mike's got a big O on the front of his signature, and she thought it was Olivia, and thinks I'm getting fan mail from <laughs> from younger women, only because everybody older is retired. <laughs> Nobody, there's no women left in business but younger me, women. Uh, younger men, too. <laughs> Everybody's younger. Okay, so uh, so Mike says he's a. I'm a big fan of your LinkedIn content. I may have even seen you live a few decades ago, back in my in my quick print days. Yes, I did a lot of actual in-person speaking. So I wanted to send you samples and and fun swag. I thought you might get a kick out of seeing what we've been doing. I had no idea what they were doing. This is this is just a breakthrough. Now this is what's so interesting. I I'm you know. <laughs> It's a rainy day today, but this is what they do, and and I've never seen this before. This is a looks like a cigar tube, could easily be a cigar tube from an old cigar smoker who doesn't smoke anymore. Oh, it's it's, it's sealed on the top, so it won't lose all the pieces. But anyway, these pieces are it's called a micro puzzle, and these pieces are tiny tiny puzzle pieces in there. I don't know how many puzzle pieces this puzzle has, but it makes a very intriguing, rewarding sound. Anyway, and there's four of them in the box. So when you when you get it in the mail, which I did yesterday, you you end up shaking it and hearing all kinds of fun sounds coming out of it and thinking, what the heck is that? So... Mike sent me four individually packaged samples. That could be one for me and one for each of my grandchildren. <laughs> I think they're a little young for this. There's a, an amazing lapel piece with a puzzle on it. You can't see most of this stuff. There's, oh my goodness, I'm going to go for this. This is going to be good. Puzzle socks. Wait till my son-in-law sees those. He's a big puzzle. He's a big sock guy. There's a magnet. Don't put this next to your computer hard drive. There's a sticker. Apparently, they do all that. And there's some kind of paper in here which has puzzle pieces on it. I don't know what. We could use that in a, in a gift bag, I suppose. So this is the swag. Okay. Unfortunately, there's no cup, mug, or hat that I could wear during the show. But I'm going to put it all back together. So there's something special. We're agreeing with the printer company. There's something special about receiving a physical package. And 
I have rarely gotten as good a physical package as that one. That one is going to get open no matter where it goes. And I highly encourage you to figure out a way. If you have big clients that you want to get to, you might want to contact Mike. Uh, Mike Sturba. <laughs> These glasses only work way out there. I don't, can't read a thing with them. Anyway, so that was a lot of fun. Thank you, Mike, and I hope you got some good promotion. Join the WDMA for all that free advertising. <laughs> you stinkers. Okay, support the madness. Join the digital revolution way down here, it says. Okay, because we need to pay the rent, and we're, you know, WDMA is almost where it, it gets to be worth doing. <laughs> so this cannot be replaced by a digital message. Do you believe me now? Do you believe me that it can't be replaced with a digital method message? Okay, so I, it says the birth of a direct mail printer. Okay, and direct mail goes back in the United States to, I think, about the 1830s. Uh, you used to be able to mail children, actually. Uh, put some stamps on them, put them on a train, and send them to their relatives in California. Um, but <laughs> but printing, I, I, I got down the rabbit hole Printing was actually really first invented in China, and they had printed books and 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 uh, other materials as early as the mid 1800s, so the ninth century. So they beat Gutenberg by gee whiz 600 years or something. Um, but they they didn't have it quite as well yeah they really did they really did they really had it an, automated and perfected way before gutenberg but we didn't know about gutenberg when we were coming up through high school cuz we didn't learn chinese history and uh but Ch in china a, a wealthy person would have an extensive library of printed books so anyway printing's been around a long time <laughs> one of gutenberg's big innovations uh not that innovative the arab world had movable type but he he did combine the system of a press it actually was a wine press uh that he repurposed to push the paper down real flat and movable type which he made uh first from wood i think but then he went to uh he went to cast lead <coughs> and he was a goldsmith so he fashioned the molds out of brass so he could replicate lots of lots of characters and that's uh, another innovation um he did print a bible there's something like 13 of them still in existence which is pretty amazing the press is not in existence okay so uh printers have been have been handling the craftsmanship behind the scenes i always love going to a print shop and seeing the symphony of machines colors and paper types i was at over at and I, again i'm not always sure en pont this printer is in minneapolis anyway it looks like n pointy to me but it's probably not it's probably french i should find him out from Burroughs, how to pronounce it. I know how to pronounce his name. I don't know how to pronounce the name of the company. That's what happens when you stick a letter. You know, we used to go to First Bank Century. It's like, why did you name it that? Well, to get the name, they had to put a 
E on the end of it. Anyway, uh, they had a perfect buying machine with uh, 16 pockets or something. Really cool. Really, really cool. I love seeing that equipment. I love, well, the ink isn't as smelly as it used to be, and that's another thing. Uh, color management. Color management has always been a funny thing because, you know, nobody in their office when they get the mailer, you know, when they get this micro puzzles, I'm not looking at it under, I'm looking at it under 2700 light, so I look nice and tan, which then I adjust so I look even more tan. You know, so so we used to, you know, we used to put these things together with glue, a waxer, and exacto knives, and then you know the printer'd make a big deal out of how they had this this light box viewer table station thing, and they they you know do fourteen or four thousand Kelvin or whatever it is light box so that it looked like daylight or something, but everybody's getting it in their office and doesn't have those lights, and so anyway they. They tweak around on it, and but it is good to get the, the the colors to match. You notice that my WDMA, I changed the logo, the the, the picture today, and it doesn't match the scroll going by. <laughs> I tried, but it's impossible in digital to match those colors. It's probably not impossible, but it wasn't worth the effort. Every time I change this thing, it, you know, join the digital revolution. That's what it says down there. The digital <laughs> resistance. I'm sorry. Join the digital resistance. I hope you're enjoying this. I am, obviously. Okay, that's the digital resistance. And Dave Foley and David Baer made me the hat, and David made me that logo down at the bottom, which means send us some tech, some tangible love, not just a mailer. Join the WDMA. It's cheap. It's the cheapest association, and you can put it on your business card and look like something. Anyway, sustain, sustainability. Uh, yeah. Oh, we missed data. Personalization. Well, you know, they oversimplify this. After after 25 years of digital modeling, I can tell you there's more to it than this, and it's really not that easy. And we should really leave off talking about how we make every experience personalized. If you want to personalize something, put a card in it and write a note. That's personal. Okay? I can tell that. He talked about my LinkedIn content. He might send the same basic message, but you can see it's slanty, looking funny. Uh, it looks, it's definitely handwritten. Handwrite something. If you want to be personalized, do that. Uh, and as far as the name and address goes, that doesn't count. Okay, I know it doesn't count because back in the 80s, I had to go down to Chicago because the Milwaukee Post Office told me that our printed advertisement in the mail, which had the, the, the item that the person had bought back previously and said, why don't you want to, why don't you reorder or there's this special. <clears throat> it had the name and address. It was in a window envelope. They said that was first class mail. I showed them the postal regulations that said it wasn't, but they said, look at it, it's just, it's personal. It's personal letter. <clears throat> you can't mail this in bulk. Uh, that's what we called it in those days, bulk mail, ad mail, direct mail. So I drove it down to Chicago and I met with the, the postal classification people down there and they said, yes, they're right. You're right. Milwaukee is a little, is a little bit of a stickler about stuff and they don't know about computers. <laughs> 
this was again it's probably 1982 81 82 something in there so don't tell me that just putting a, a slap and an address on it makes it personal but also don't try to get too carried away promising that you can make every Make it a unique experience for every recipient created just for you. I remember when I first saw Brett Favre on the cover of Sports Illustrated as I'm going through the line in the in the grocery store. And I'm thinking, wow, he made the cover. You know, and then I remembered because I had been to the quad graphics plant there on uh, Springdale Road uh, next to the railroad. The, the, the first one they had uh, in Pewaukee. And I'd gotten a tour and I saw the magazines coming fully formed, stitched and out the door, uh, that they could put a different cover on regional editions. So it wasn't that Brett Favre was on the whole country. He was in the Wisconsin version of the, of the Sports Illustrated and Joe Namath or somebody was on the cover of the New York City one. Um, Dan Marino in, in Miami. Anyway, so, you know, tone it down. That personalization is really hard because most people don't even have the data to start the process, much less the, the ability to do it, much less the inclination to spend the extra money when it's almost unproven still to this day. Uh, and I can tell you more stories about that. We spent 18 months with a musician's friend creating a drum edition and a guitar edition and an acoustical edition and all these different things. And when we sent the drummers the drum catalog, they'd buy guitars. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. <laughs> it just we could not get this. We could not get those musicians to behave like the data should should have suggested. So ease up a little bit. Put a card in it if you want it personalized, and otherwise just pretend that it's. You know, it's a unique experience because each person is unique. Okay, so you got to keep up with changing technology and all this other stuff. And I just, in an unrelated, <laughs> let's just get, read the, the last part. The life of a direct mail printer remains a testimony to the enduring power of physical connection. The next time you receive a beautifully crafted piece of direct mail, take a moment to appreciate the artistry personalization and sustainability I we skipped that too for Steve Falk if you want to know about sustainability look up Steve Falk at, on LinkedIn I'll put a, I'll put his name in the <clears throat> in the comments below okay also just a note from media from from uh, media post the cost of ad fraud will double to 172 billion worldwide by 2028. That's actually real money. Okay, marketers and media agencies can reduce the losses to fraudulent activity with the help of mitigation platforms. And look up Dr. Augustine Fu. He's one of the best and uh, a regular contributor to our show. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.